What's up, everybody? It's Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook with football game plan here to talk to you about Isogenics. Isogenics is nutritional cleansing, which is a lifestyle upgrade. It's an easy to follow system that burns fat, supports body systems and promotes lean muscle growth. The solutions it provides are weight, wellness, performance, energy and health aging opportunities. Start now and transform your life by reaching out to health and prosperity coach Jim Paterno at jenrachelle at gmail.com. That's J-E-N-R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E at gmail.com. Or shoot her a text at 862-220-6611. She's also on Twitter at Coach. That's I-S-A-J-E-N-I-X coach. Isogenics, solutions to transform lives. And welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. You could follow me on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. And if you're listening to this episode on iTunes, which you should, you should leave us a five-star rating, subscribe, and tell all your friends. You should also check out the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash football game plan. In keeping with our 2018 NFL Draft Prospect interviews, today we're talking to a guy that has done a lot throughout the course of his college career, and I'm happy to talk to him, and that's Western Illinois linebacker, Brett Taylor. Brett, appreciate you taking time, man. Hey, thank you. It's an honor to be on the show. Well, you have done, like I said before, man, I've seen like a lot of your games, like four years worth. That's that's way too much linebacker play for a former college running back to watch, right? So I've, I've watched you grow year in, year out, and you've made all-conference team after all-conference team, and you've done a lot of great things. You actually was a football game playing preseason All-American. Nice little shameless plug right there, but hey. – <laughs> you started your career as, as a red shirt. And I think a lot of guys don't really understand the benefit of actually red shirting. Did you or do you share that that mindset of benefiting from red shirting? And what did you learn throughout that process that helped you get on the field early as a red shirt freshman and, and become one of the better linebackers in the country? Uh, I mean, red shirt, and I didn't want to red shirt going into school, but uh, I think it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, I learned the most football that year that I think I ever could have known. You know, coming from a small high school is kind of just see ball, get ball, but then I learned there's tons and tons to the game besides just running and getting the football between schemes, what to do in a certain situation. So that year, I really, really just benefited me just getting to really know the game. Yeah, I can echo that point, man. I remember my freshman year in college, we were – like you said, coming from a very simple high school system, it was basically, you know, 34 dive, three three back, four hole. But when I got to college, it was all inside zone, outside zone. And I was like, I don't understand what you're trying to get me to do. Um, so redshirting that first year kind of helped me get acclimated to a new system, get my weight up and be ready to go as a redshirt freshman. When you got out there on the field. You know, that's something that's that's unique. You got out there, you started the latter part of your redshirt freshman season. Was it different for you in game action as a as opposed to what you were going through at practice? Uh, a little bit, you know, I kind of got a wake up call. My first ever start was against South Dakota State and uh, we had an NFL running back, Zach Zinner, right across from me. So that was kind of eye opening right there, right away. But uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, it was 
it flew by, you know, the first game, but uh, I had tons of seniors right next to me and they're all encouraging me and helping me out. But I got in there, I felt comfortable right away and uh, the coaches prepared me well and my teammates were, they prepared me well too. And you talk about your coaches, your teammates preparing you well. That conference you guys play in, the Missouri Valley Conference, definitely prepares you well. What what can you say about that conference that kind of helped get you ready for the NFL? Oh, our conference is a battle every every single week, you know. It doesn't matter who you're playing between North Dakota State or even Indiana State. Every week's a battle, you know, and uh, the top dogs going to come out each single every single week with that, you know. Uh, you have to bring it every single week. Any team can beat any team, and uh, it's a physical, physical league. Yeah, people call you guys the SEC of the FCS, you know, and it's, it's pretty true with the amount of teams you guys have going to the playoffs year in, year out. You are you – are, uh, one of those guys that, that you know, were, let's say, our nemesis, you know, as far as a running back perspective. And I know mm-hmm. going into watching film, I'm, I'm like, okay, what keys does does this guy, you know, tip off that I can utilize and I get myself killed out there on Saturday? Uh, I always <laughs> wanted to ask a linebacker, what are you noticing on tape that we do as, as backs that kind of give you an idea? Because, to be honest, the amount of times you found yourself in the backfield was impressive to me. Uh, just tendencies, you know, I try to read the triangle as much as possible. So reading the guards in the center and even the running back as well, they all give keys, you know, running backs heavy on his hands. It's gonna be a, I mean, the lineman's heavy on his hands is going to be a run, or if it's light, he could be pulled or pass. And then uh, the running back, I try to pay attention to the shoulders a lot. You know, if they stay square, it's going to be a downhill run. If he turns his shoulders completely, it's going to be outside zone or a sweep or something like that. And then uh, the depth of the back. Or if he's if he's wide or if he's deep, will tell you a lot too. Just all that certain stuff. That's crazy, man. I didn't realize I gave off so many keys, <laughs> you know, pre-snap. It, it's funny yeah. be, that you mentioned alignment, though, because that's so true. Like you can tell, you can start to see the veins in the hands. It's yeah. when, when, when about to fire off the football. It's, it's so funny to see. And when you look at the amount of tackles you you had, right, and that shows that you're around the football. A lot of times, people can misread tackles and, and think that um you're just piling on the pile but no you're, you're actually getting there first and, and your teammates are rattling to the rallying to the football what part of the film study that 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 allows you to be so instinctive when you when you get out there on the field because that's I, you know to be honest that's very hard to do to constantly be in the right spot uh i just gotta think that goes all to my coaches you know uh coming from a smaller fcs school people a lot of coaches kind of use our program as like a stepping stone. So in my past four years, I've had four different defensive coordinators, but they've all been great, great coaches, and I've all learned different stuff for them. And by the time I got to my junior and senior year, I was able to just compile the important stuff that each coach taught me, and it all came together. And I think that's great that I had four different minds that I could kind of pick apart, and I can just use all that stuff to com- combine together and just be the best football player I could be. See, that's an interesting take because a lot of guys would use the fact that I've had four different coaches and, and you know, all those different messages and, I'm uh, you know, I, I don't know what to do. That's why I'm not as successful. But you kind of use it as a positive, like, wow, I got to learn from four different guys and really went out there and kind of molded myself into the player that I am. Mm-hmm. When, when you look at football and being able to take that lesson that you learned from those coaches, what would be the biggest thing you you would say football taught you? Uh, biggest thing football just taught me is uh, 
a lot more people have a lot more talent than you. You know, you can't always go out there and just out talent people, but you can definitely go out there and just outwork people day in, day out. And uh, given your effort every single day, that will get you the results that you want to see, even if you're not the most talented. Man, listen, I already talked about how I, I just don't understand this whole NFL draft process, because when you look at the stuff you've gone through and how consistent you have been over the course of your career, I, I feel like no one has ever heard of you. When I bring up your name, it's like, who from where? It's like, man, my goodness, as much as you guys say you watch FCS football, how do you not know? Brett Taylor from Western Illinois. He made all the tackles for the doggone team. But when you look at your game, what, right, where do you feel as though you're being vastly underrated right now? Uh, vastly underrated? Uh, I think a lot of people kind of doubt my uh, ability to play the pass. But when we, if they watch film, they're probably like, he doesn't know what he's doing or anything like that. But I was mainly just man dropping off the back a lot, a lot of times. So it looks like I'm just being a QB spy or stuff like that. But, I mean, you can watch tons of games from my sophomore year when I was running the pipe and cover two every single time till junior year when you're playing quarters and I was running seams with the tight ends. And then, I mean, I played in every defense. I've ran in the, played in the 4-3. I played in the 3-4. Played almost every single position. Even sophomore year, I played a little defensive end. It's, so, I, I mean, those, those opinions are up to themselves, but I, like, I feel confident in myself as a player. And that confidence, like you said, comes with – the continuity of, of what you've done over the course of your career. When you talk about position, you talked about playing in, in two different defenses and, and playing in multiple spots shows your versatility. Where do you feel as though you're best suited to play as a pro? <laughs> Anywhere, but. Uh, <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Good. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to stay in the middle inside linebacker. I, I feel most comfortable at, I mean, I'd, comfortable playing outside if the opportunity comes I, I know I'll try my hardest to that too and I think I'll do a great job at that but inside I like directing the defense you know play calls and all that stuff and I, I just like uh, how you can be right on top of the ball and, uh, people do this with the receiver position um, I think they tend to do it with the linebacker position as well or even the offensive line this is where they do it the most like oh he's a tackle oh you can easily just move the guard um, but when you talk about playing inside, you want to be an inside backer and you've played outside, but it's a, it's a bit different. What, what's the, what are the differences in playing uh, both inside and also outside? Uh, outside is just like, you're going to read the tackles, you know, a lot instead of reading the guards and the center, read the splits of like the wideouts or you're going to read all the tight ends. So, it's basically the same, but your keys are different, you know, because when you're inside, like inside, I was always taught, read the guard, centers, and running back. On the outside, I'm probably going to read the tight ends, tackles, and then I'll read the slot wide receivers. And then you're just playing out more in space out on the outside, too. You're not as protected on the outside because, like, on the inside, you got the D lineman in front of you and other stuff like that. And your your uh, perspective changes, too. It's, it's kind of like when, when you're a running back in um, – you know, nowadays you see guys mostly aligned on side of the quarterback. Uh, but back when I played, it was it was your, you know, seven yards behind the quarterback. Um, so you got to see, you know, left to right full vision for, for a linebacker does playing against because I know sometimes you'll see it. Let's say when you guys play North Dakota State or even sometimes within the game, South Dakota State may go, you know, with a guy behind a quarterback or on side. Does that make a difference for you as a linebacker? Uh, yeah, I think so. You know, when you see a North Dakota state come out in a power eye, you know, you're about to get smacked in the face, you know? So that kind of changes your mentality. Like, okay, it's either play action 
or uh, they're just running power, which they're, they're great at and they mastered that art. But you can kind of eliminate some plays right away. You, they probably won't do a five-step drop back if they're in power eye. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, and, and also, when you play that position, man, you you have to be versatile in a way because you, you're going from your power game to your speed game. And you talked about how people underreach yourself in, in coverage. When you talk about um, playing the game, you know, it shows that you have a passion, shows that you love it. Yeah, that's one of those positions. I say linebacker, um, you know, center, and maybe fullback. You really have to love the game uh, because of the way you play it. What is it about the game that you love the, the most? Uh, I love the competition, you know, growing up as a kid, growing up in a small town, played every sport you could think of. And then I just love competing, you know, every at the end day in football one person's either going to win or one person's going to lose and that's the same on every single play you know if I'm going against the offensive lineman either I'm going to win or he's going to win or against the running back you know I love matchups I love competing and uh I love winning too and I love the (laughs) I just love the combination of all that together and then uh, how in football you have a team of 100 people you know and they're battling you're battling each other every single day and then on Saturday you finally get the chance to all come together and just compete for the ultimate job of just winning you, you know what, man, you, you brought something up uh, that I, that made me think about this. When, when I was in high school and going through the whole process, you know, you had uh, first of all, have you ever seen the movie The Program? Yes, I have. <laughs> OK, good, good, good job. Good job. Because, you know, I, I'm, I, I do color commentary right now. I was on a broadcast for Georgetown uh, Bucknell. And in between the break, they started to play Welcome to the Jungle. And I, I made the, the comment to my colleague who played uh, at Fordham. I was like, yo, you know, now it's time to put the women, children to bed and go looking for dinner. He had no idea what I was talking about. And I was like, wait a minute. Did you have you ever seen the, the program? He was like, no, I haven't. I'm like, oh, my God, I just feel old, you know, because um, when the movie came out, I think he was like three. So I was like, yeah, you probably hadn't seen it, but that's the football movie. But I said all that to say this there when I was watching that in high school, I thought, uh, you know, college football, every game was going to be jam packed. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you get out there, it, when I got out to – I played at Louisiana Lafayette. When when you got there and the first home game, it was maybe 50 people in the stands. I'm like, man, I could hear every comment. Like, you know, so obviously that wasn't true. But I wanted to ask you, what was some of the things that you thought about college football before you got into college football you realized, oh, that was just – that was a myth? Well, uh, I kind of kind of knew what to expect. It. You know, Western's in my hometown of Macomb, so I went to all the games growing up as a kid, going to the practices as a kid. So I kind of knew what to expect. You know, I knew we'd get a big home crowd if we played like Illinois State or something like that. I knew the tailgating would be cool. It's just you have to get all the tailgating people to actually attend the game and not <laughs> to the parking lot. But <laughs> uh, my redshirt freshman year, though, I got kind of spoiled. We ended up playing Wisconsin, which was an unbelievable experience playing there. And we played Northwestern all in the same season. But uh, coming home, it was always humbling, you know. Uh, just got to work that much harder just because team Macomb, that's – it's a great community, but if you're winning, they'll come out. If you're losing, they, it's not so hot, and you won't get that many fans. So it's just motivating to win to get more fans. Man, listen, I, I could talk to you and talk shop all day, dude. Like, you, you are one of the best players that I've seen play on that side of the ball. And I don't really give defensive players their props, but, you know, I want to give you your props because you, you play some good football, man, throughout the course of your career. And uh, where are you training now? Uh, I'm – 
I was training in uh, Michael Johnson performance down in Dallas, but uh, my pro day is next Wednesday, so I came up back to school, and I'm just training at my Western Illinois right now, fin- doing some finishing touches. What what are one what is one element of let's say that whole training process? Obviously, people want to be fast, right? But I feel like there's there's more to the game than that. So, what are you really wanting to show the scouts that may not have shown itself on on film? Uh, I just want to show them that I'm an overall athlete. You know, uh, people try to ask me what position I say all the time, and they want me to say linebacker, but I'm just gonna say athlete. You know, put me out on the field and see what <laughs> I can do at any position. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to show that I'm an overall athlete, that I can do every event well, and that's just all I'm trying to prove. Yeah, man, listen, you proved it at Western. You, you found yourself with a gang of tackles. You found yourself consistently in the backfield. Um, we got to get you some more touchdowns, though, but you found yourself making a bunch of plays. But, uh, Brett, man, listen, I, I wish you the best of luck moving forward. Where can people follow you on social media to to really track your your progress as you make the jump to the league? Uh, they can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Macomb Grown, you know, 44. Always got to rep the city, you know, Western's <laughs> there, my hometown there. So I just always got to represent it for the city. That you know what you uh, you kept it simple, dude. Because you get a lot of times, and I always tell this story because it's no different than when um, when I, my freshman year in college was 1999, right? So that was internet was still kind of new, and so everybody had a Hotmail account, and <laughs> you, you know, so you never want to tell everybody what your hot your Hotmail email was because it was something that you probably can't say in public. So you know, <laughs> I, I'm glad that you kept it simple and kept it you know, clean. So I like that. You know, that's a linebacker play, right? That's a leadership play. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> well, listen, man, um, we wish you the best of luck moving forward and good luck at your pro day. And we'll be tracking your progress as you move forward. Hey, thank you so much. It was an honor being on your show. Thanks. I again. appreciate that, man.